0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Education of the Heart. Educating the Heart refers to the importance of not only focusing on the development of cognitive, our minds, but also the qualities that make us human, moving our learning from our head to our heart. So the scriptures teach us that the heart encompasses both the body and the spirit. We rejoice with our heart. We understand with our heart. We ponder with our heart. We're... It is our heart that is humble. It is with our heart that we discern things, that we're edified, that we have reverence, inspiration, and joy. I teach a class at BYU-Idaho in the Early Elementary and Special Education Department, and I interview BYU-Idaho students that will become future teachers to assess the education of their hearts. So, The process of moving learning from your heart has three parts. You start with a good question and then you do your search and the things that you study and then you can share the fruits of discernment or reverence or humility that you have had. I'm here with Caitlin and we have a class called Assistive Technology where we are finding ways to help people be more successful and the learning isn't just in your head, it moves to where it matters, right? So, Caitlin, so tell me, um, what what have you learned this semester in the AT class?
1: So, um, I knew about assistive technology like briefly from other special ed classes, especially when we study like how to help children and how to um, how to help them succeed, especially in education like reading and writing but the main thing that I've learned is that assistive technology or AT does not just help people do um, well in writing and reading and math it can of course it can but it's also helping uh, people be able to live their life and to uh, have access to things that everybody else has access to
0: right to improve their quality of life yeah what that's what we're here for to lift where we stand right yes I love it. Okay, so so tell me something that you've done in your questioning and your search and how that learning has given you a fruit.
1: So I began with um, when we did our assessment of like what we know about assistive tech. So I chose totally different things than what I have research now so I chose like different things that I thought would be interesting and they were I studied them but one thing that I found really really cool was the recreational part of things especially because like I said I was just really focused on how can I help a student read and how can I help them write and how can I help them do math but I really forgot that um recreation and actually having fun is also important and they should have access to that as well. So I found it really interesting that there are plenty and like so many things that you can do with recreational AT and it can be very simple and it can also be very complex and it helps people be able to like we said live their life which is what we're here for so that was the biggest thing i learned
0: i love it you probably love little children and that's Mm -hmm. when children learn the best they learn while they're playing so it's an activity-based focus Mm -hmm. so yeah let's adapt the recreation and the activities to give them more learning
1: yeah access to life access to life i love it
0: so tell me so um so, so tell me some of the things you've learned about recreation.
1: Okay, so recreation, it is not just having fun, it can be, but it also helps your cognitive and communication skills, social skills, emotional. And I've also found that it's shown to decrease depression and it is important to, um, when a child is participating in recreation activities, their learning in the classroom will be better and they have an outlet and things like that. So that's what I found about recreation. And I researched quite a bit of like different things that you can do. So I found a lot of different things that I didn't even know existed. So like a fishing pole. There's a fishing pole that like connects to your hand. And you can press a trigger and it just shoots out your line rather than you having to cast it. Um, there's also I found things that you can do like, not a D, kind of like a DIY type of situation, Um, especially if funding or if this is a personal thing that you're trying to uh, accomplish. I found these that you could put, like, bumpers on wheelchairs, and it becomes, like, your feet that can move, and, like, soccer, and you can push the ball, and um, I found that really interesting. So, I also found that you can adapt, like, games, like, Monopoly. Monopoly is, like, a switch, you can do a switch-activated Monopoly. You can do, like, all these different games by switches and it's not that as complex as I thought it would be so there's a lot of different ways that you can uh, increase somebody's learning through recreation and you can also help those that may not have access to it and I just think about like education 20 years ago there's I feel like there's no assistive technology there's no idea about assistive technology and not only were students losing out on their learning like in schools and classes but they also had no opportunities to have fun which is I feel like that's how we all learn is through experiences and hands-on experiences which is what recreation can give to people
0: that is very that's very insightful that i think that our schools because we've have all these new standards mm-hmm. we're pushing curriculum down to lower and lower till we want yeah. preschoolers to be writing their name and that's just not developmentally yeah. appropriate and all of those things so i i i love i love what you're saying because a lot of times now technology is going oh we've got an app for it we've got all this great technology but if you don't focus on the student and what they're using it for sometimes those devices they get purchased, and they just sit.
1: Don't, yeah. So we, uh, the Idaho Assistive Technology, like, for all, that program, every state has, like, some type of program like that. And I think it's cool that you can, like, um, request it and try it out. And then if it doesn't work, you're not spending all this money or you're not having your district spend all this money when you could spend it somewhere else. I also found it interesting that... Um, I'm a firm believer that as like a teacher and somebody that you're educating as a parent or any type of education that you're providing, it is important to remember that we're creating citizens of the world. And I think one of the most important aspects of being a citizen is having social development and being able to have your emotions and express them in uh, proper ways and understand it and also have social skills is very important to be a citizen. And I think if we're just, I love the standards, don't get me wrong, but if we're just focusing on the standards and we're not allowing recreation or activities to be in our schools and recess is important and PE and art and music and uh, science is even kind of getting booted out of the way and understanding social studies because those are um, history's social skills that we can look back and reflect on. So I just think it's very important that we have... Everybody has access to recreation. Everybody has access to being able to learn social skills, which is what AT does.
0: I love it. Because everybody learns in a little bit different way. And it was so interesting. Before this world even came, there were two plans presented. And one of the plans said, you're not going to fail. I promise that you will not fail with my plan and you're guaranteed. But the other plan involved failure. But we were... Courageous enough to take that plan Mm -hmm. because of our faith in the Savior, knowing that when we fail, we're going to have someone that can help us and lift. And so learning becomes failure after failure. And I remember when I was teaching my children to ride bikes, the very first thing is I'm I said to them, You're gonna fall, and I know Mm -hmm. you're gonna fall, so let's practice falling correctly. Let's practice a safe way to fall, and then you know it's coming. And so if you know that someone's going to fail, AT can help them fall safer and that they can go, okay, so I can still try this. This app didn't work for me, but I learned something from this. And so I can try something something new. So if you, if you know you're going to fail and you know how to help them be safe and help these children have more fun while they're failing, I think that's the essence of education.
1: Yeah, I agree. I love totally it. totally so, agree.
0: So what what else have you learned?
1: Um, so I also did my, I did a presentation on seating in the classroom, and I got to do it with one of my really good friends. And she had a great background on the medical side of it. And I, my eyes were completely opened when I did that presentation because seating is often just viewed as like flexible seating, which is great love it it's important and i that's what i did my part of the presentation on but my friend did the presentation on the medical side of stuff and i realized that at has to be consistently reevaluated, um consistently changed if needed and since children are changing all the time we're changing beings we're not like this stagnant type of people, we're always changing. So we need things that can change with us. And one of the examples I think is in a wheelchair. Wheelchair is an amazing piece of technology that we have that can help people move in ways that they probably couldn't. But we can't forget to take them out of the wheelchair. We can't just have them sit in the wheelchair all day. It's not stimulating. So that was one of the biggest things I learned is that um, we need to make sure that we're consistently thinking we're not just allowing the AT to just do its job because that's not how it does I did air quotes by the way do its job (laughs) it just doesn't yeah it just doesn't (laughs) work that way you have to put in the work with AT you can't just like throw an iPad at somebody and hope for the best because that's just not how it works you can't just throw just keep somebody in a wheelchair because that's how they move though they need some simulation they need different types of movement so
0: Oh, Caitlin, thank you so much. I have one more question for you. How can you bear your testimony as a teacher in the public schools and can AT help?
1: Of course. I give all credit to your wife, the IEP plan. IEPs, if you don't know, assistive technology has to be considered an IEP plan. Um, So an IEP is an individualized education plan and... Heavenly Father has created an IEP for all of us, yes. and I think that's so special, and He has created uh, equivalents of assistive technology for us, and I think that the biggest part of my testimony is that I just want my children and my students to achieve goals and to become social beings and to recognize that they are um, pieces of the divine plan that Heavenly Father has for us. So... I think that the uh, considering that I will be writing IEPs in the future, I will be helping students have IEPs in the future. I'm eternally grateful that I have an IEP for myself given from Heavenly Father, who's a master teacher, and he has supplied us with many different tools, and I'm just grateful to become a teacher in, the, in this field, and I know it's getting harder every day, but there's still children out there who need help, there's still children who need assistive technology, and... I'm grateful to be an advocate for it. Oh,
0: Caitlin, thank you so much. (laughs) This has been a great semester. You had a great question, the search, the fruits. I love that um, moving your education from your head to your heart has strengthened your testimony of our Savior. All right, well, that's another episode of Education of the Heart. We'll see you next time.